0: You are listening to an episode of That Gym Girl Podcast. Hi, I'm Angel. I'm your host. I am also known as the hostess with the mostest. Yes. Oh my gosh. So you're listening to this because you want to get athletic. You want to have that strong build. You want to have the performance aesthetics and the ability to be strong and powerful and all of the things. Well, let me tell you, you've come to the right place. Hello. What is doing? My name is Angel, fitness online coach. Come pharmacy student. I am taking on clients as we speak, so if you're struggling with your fitness journey, make sure to hit me up as I would love to help you overcome it. All right. Shall we get into the episode? I think so. I've seen this like trend online of people wanting to be or train like an athlete and I was like, "Oh, this is intriguing." And I got more curious about it and I was like, "I wonder if people, and when I say people, I mean like the general public, you and I, will actually be intrigued in training like an athlete." Because for so many years it's been the basic resistance training, the basic bodybuilder type training. And if you don't know what I mean when I say bodybuilder, I mean the people who go onto the you know, the stages and wear their bikinis or wear their tight speedos and they put on the fucking like insane ridiculous tan and they build the aesthetics. And for so long it's been that type of training style. And sometimes, you know, we've seen a little bit of that power lifting come into it, but not as much. So it's intriguing to see that this trend has come up and I want to give my advice and I want to give my tips because it's actually something that I've started implementing into my own fitness journey for so long. It was just trying to overcome gym anxiety. And then I started falling in love with weights training and then I was starting to get bored. So if you're kind of similar, you know, where as to where I was, where I just felt like my training was so stagnant, I was doing the same shit. Every fucking day. And yes, how many fucking variations can you put on a fucking RDL or a deadlift or a shoulder press? Like not a lot. So I was like, how do I make this fitness more fun? And this is kind of funny because I was kind of taking up boxing and hit classes a little bit more, but I also just don't love hit. Like it's fucking hard. If you've been a F45 girly ever before, you know, hit is hard. So I wanted to find something that was kind of in the middle. And then I started following Olivia O'May or Olivia May. She's like an online influencer. Also, Olivia, I cannot wait to have you on my podcast one day. Peep, I am trying my best, girls. <laughs> so if you want her on my podcast, feel free to DM and be like, Olivia, you need to go on that Gym Girl podcast because she's amazing and you would be amazing. And the both of you together would be fucking incredible. So FYI. <laughs> Same with Chrissy Chela. Oh my God, guys, tangent the people I would literally love to have on the podcast, Olivia May, Chrissy Chella, Lauren Simpson, feel free to flood their DMs and make sure you kind of bring awareness to the podcast through the DMs. Okay. Anyway, I started following her. She was getting really big on TikTok and she was really into, or still is really into, you know, quick cleans and like really into sprinting, beach sprinting, powerful movements. And I started to think, wow, that looks really fun. And since when have I ever brought fun into my workouts? Like how weird, you know, for so long, especially my own journey, I was just doing the same shit, but it wasn't fun. Boxing was fun, but lifting weights wasn't really that enjoyable. And so now I found this like functional fitness aspect and I was like, oh my God, this is the stuff I was doing at hit, But if I do it in my weight sessions, then I can kind of slow it down so I realized that if we add functional fitness to weights training, put in a bit of sprints and, you know, do a bit of that Olivia May workout style, we can actually train like an athlete and build the body that looks athletic. And when I say athletic, I want you to think about like a football player or your, I don't know, have you been seeing that like the soccer world cup is coming to Australia soon? If you look at those girls or you look at boxers who are women, they have broader shoulders, they have rounded glutes, they have a a tight waist. And I came to realize, whoa, these are actually the physiques that everybody wants. And you get to look lean and strong and built and toned all in the same body type. And no, I'm not saying you become fucking jacked. If you look at my body type, (laughs) check me out on Instagram at Angel Wallace Smiles. If you check out my photos, I'm not jacked. I'm not built. I'm not fucking gonna tear you apart. Like, I'm not that strong. But I have started to kind of build this physique that looks athletic, and my quads have started developing, and my calves have started developing, and I feel really, really fucking amazing. And I'm eating more because I'm training more athletic. And it's kind of mixing the whole cardio thing with the weights thing. And you look at, you know, football training and rugby training and soccer training and boxing training. It's all this combination of conditioning, strength and weights and cardio and endurance. It's kind of mixing everything together. And I think that we kind of put ourselves in boxes as gym girls to just lift weights or I'm just a Pilates girl or I'm just a cardio bunny. Like you can actually combine them all and actually create a really well-rounded program for yourself that adds variation and then you get to have fun and then something's different you know on a Monday I know I'm gonna do my bench pressing and then on a Friday I'm doing my full body cardio which is like jumping and fucking throwing shit like it gets to be fun and so that's what I want for you and I want to give you kind of the tips and tricks That have helped me become more athletic and the things that you can tangibly do. And I'm not here to do conceptual shit today. I'm actually giving you real life tips to implement in your fitness program to make you more athletic. So I'm fucking excited. This topic is my jam. And the girls who saw this post first were in the Facebook group. I'll link the Facebook group down below in the like little description. Um, it's literally just a f- safe space for you to feel empowered, to you to, for you to find motivation, to kind of connect with like-minded women who are in this gym space overcoming their gym anxiety or maybe have overcome their gym anxiety. Okay, let's go through these like five points. So firstly, sprints. Now, I want to kind of preface, I was not a fucking fast sprinter at school. Like you remember when you had to do those hundred meter races, I was not coming first. And I know the girl who was coming first and she looks amazing now and she's athletic now and that's amazing for her. She was not me. Like, yes, I did sport as a kid, but I was never winning those sprint races. Holy shit. Like that was a struggle and a half. So I want to tell you that if you've been umming and r'ing, adding sprints to your regime, please just do it. Like literally at the end of your upper body workout, do five sprints, do 30 seconds on of sprinting, 30 seconds off of sprinting. Or what I'm doing at the moment is more 35 seconds on, 35 seconds off. I'll literally press start on the treadmill, put it to the speed that I sprint at, run and then pause it for 30 seconds and then restart it. It'll go back to that speed. I'll run and I'll pause it. And I kind of just could do that. I'm currently doing 10 at the end of my back day. But if I was starting from scratch, I would maybe go for three to five. That's more of a realistic kind of set that you can do. And it just adds a bit of like fun, like, <gasps> you know, when you're having to like, oh my God, I've got to catch my breath before the next one comes, but you're not there for like two hours doing a ridiculous hit workout. Like you're literally doing it five minutes. So yes, add sprinting. You can do it outside or you can do it just on the treadmill. Secondly, okay, don't be scared by this word, babe. Plyometrics. If you don't know what plyometrics is, don't stress, I didn't either. It basically is just a fucking jargon word for jumping exercises. So you'll see in like, let's say rugby or even netball. Maybe you're a netball girly or a volleyball girly or, you know, you love watching... What's something else that has jumping in it? I don't fucking know. I feel like all different sports have jumping. Even soccer has like some sort of jumping with the headers and stuff. So if you like all these games you'll realize there's the aspect of power and jumping. Even for like something that doesn't include jumping, like boxing, when you're punching, there's so much power and force and quick firing, fast twitch muscles are ignited when you do these powerful motions. And even bring it back to your sprinting. When you're taking off, so you are doing it outside, that initial push off is the plyometric aspect. It's the push It's the power. And I'll say it again. We use our fast twitch muscles, which are ones that utilize glucose rather than oxygen and really just allow you to have these quick, fast motions. So examples of these types of exercises include your box jumps, your jump trapper um, deadlifts, your jump squats, your burpees, anything that kind of involves you pushing yourself upwards. Even something like you could get a ball and kind of toss it or get a barbell and kind of toss it that is a plyometric because you're just using a lot of power in kind of pushing the weight or the resistance away from you and then having to catch it or maybe not catching it depending on the safety so plyometric super important igniting those fast twitch muscles and building a type of muscle that you may not be using before and with weight training you're building slow twitch you're building other muscle fibers, which are not always built when you do these jumping plyometric exercises. Next, I'm kind of going to do a sub point from that, is I want to highlight those throwing exercises. Ball slams, rope slams, throwing the medicine ball up onto the wall and catching it, throwing the barbell with one hand and catching it, depending on the safety. All these things are giving you the ability to just quickly and ferociously throw and allow power And really ignite muscle fibers that you have not, again, as I said before, used anywhere else in your other types of training. Fourthly, I would like to say is that you could add a fast, eccentric. okay, I'm going to say some big words and I'm going to break them down. You have a slow concentric portion, so when you're contracting your bicep or contracting the muscle, it's very slow, and then you follow that by a fast eccentric, so fast release. So example of this would be imagine, okay, for me, girl, do not zone out here. Listen, imagine you're doing a barbell bench press, go slow on that like downward contracting portion and then fire up and really go strong on that relaxation kind of push portion of it. Another example is your squats go really slow on the downward and then push with all your power up. To get started, visit plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcare.com/weightloss. loss. Another example: say you're doing a um, kneeling barbell press. So you've got, and it's a landmine. So you've got one barbell in your hand, and you're just pushing it up and then putting it down. It's just pressing it up and down. Well, what I'd love you to do is go fast on that push and slow when it's coming towards you. So we're really speeding up the portion when you're kind of elongating your muscle and then really going slow on when you're contracting the muscle. And what that does is that adds a different type of resistance. So you have that power aspect and then you're adding the resistance time under tension as you contract the muscle and really adding variation to the muscles that you're working. I know that can sound quite complicated. Please check out the Facebook group and I'll actually put it in the description below with all the examples. But what I'm really saying is that you're going fast when your muscle is elongating and slow when your muscle is contracting. And again, I'll put lots of examples in the description below and you can maybe get an understanding from that. Lastly, adding in functional fitness exercises. So you know when you're at fucking F45 and they make you do all these ridiculous exercises really, really fast. Kind of like that. So what I want you to imagine is like your kettlebells, doing cleans with your kettlebells or snatches with your kettlebells or kettlebell swings or when you get a big weight plate and you tap it on the ground and then lift it up and then tap it on the ground and lift it up. Those weird functional exercises, yes, some of them are a bit fucking dumb. Like some of them are fucking stupid. Like you shouldn't be bicep curling whilst you lunge and I'm sorry if you did that in your training session yesterday but it's just dumb. Think about it. What are you doing? But... There are some aspects of it where you can go faster, cleans, snatches, those types of things. I would caution away from going heavy. If you are going to speed up your resistance training in this type of aspect, whether that is deadlifting, which I don't even think deadlifting should be that fast anyway, I think you should always go slow in deadlifting. But if you were to speed up your resistance training in a terms of adding athletic vibes and performance vibes to your workout, please go light. I'm not here to fucking cause you an injury. Please go light. Do not fucking go and boast your fucking ego and puff your chest. Just get a light weight and then you can go faster and then it's more enjoyable. So training like an athlete and adding these kind of variations to my workout has changed the way that I view fitness and it's actually allowed me to have fun with my fitness. Honestly, like I, and yes, it's changed my aesthetics. It's changed the way I look. I look more athletic now. I have a better build. But I feel fucking unstoppable. The mindset shift when you put your timer on and you're able to sprint and push past that hurt locker, as Megan um, Sutherland says, where you enter a portion of your mind that is like, stop, you have to stop, you have to stop. And you actually persevere and say, no, fuck you, I'm not stopping. I'm a strong motherfucking bitch. And you push through. It builds a sense of, I guess intimacy, more trust with yourself. Where you're like, "Oh shit. I actually trust myself. I'm able to do this thing." Think about the shit you're going to get done outside of the gym. So yeah. And also on top of that, you actually look forward to going to your sessions. Like if it's been a long day at work, but you know you have a fun, functional, high-energy session to go to, the vibes will be higher. So As I said before, I am an online fitness coach. If you've enjoyed this episode, feel free to hit me up. I would love to take on new clients and really trial this type of training with you. Or even if you just want to get introduced into the gym and you're a beginner, feel free to hit me up as well. Honestly, guys, I've loved this episode and I think it's something that maybe you could add to your sessions. If you do add it to your sessions, oh my God, DM me and let me know what you're going to trial or let me know how it went. I would love, love, love to know. Okay, until next time, feel free to leave leave a cheeky five stars and have a fabulous day because you deserve it. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more